the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. Welcome to Always Right with Bob France on AM 1420, The Answer. Hour number two underway. Seven minutes, now eight minutes past the hour of 10 o'clock. Thanks to Michelle Malkin, Malkin who joined us uh, last uh, half hour. If you would like to react to that, I would love to hear uh, your reaction. If you would like to react to the opening monologue story about celebrating Black History Month by getting free crack pipes in the hands of black people, that's, that's what your president, Joe Brandon, has done. If you want to react to that, I'd love to hear from you, too. Uh, 216-901-0945, If you think I'm making that up, again, I'm not. And if you think that the free crack uh, crack uh, pipes to addicts who are in underserved communities doesn't mean black, you're wrong. It's literally in the order from HHS. <laughs> the funds, the grants that are being provided are to be uh, used to buy crack pipes for the majority of underserved communities, including and especially African Americans and uh, apparently gay or queer or whatever persons in the uh, rainbow alphabet. All of this established under, under Joe Biden's executive order on advancing racial equity. And who doesn't want equity when it comes to the availability of drug paraphernalia? So if you want to get into that, we can do that. Also on the table, I want to share this with you before I go to the phones. The masks are coming off. And I talked about it yesterday briefly. I'm going to give you a little bit more in-depth on this now. The masks are coming off in blue states, in particular, in New Jersey, in Delaware, in Vermont. Those are just three of the blue state government or uh, governors rather, uh, who have said mandatory mask mandates are being lifted. Some of them this month, some of them at the beginning of March, but they are uh, being lifted. And some seem to believe it's because, well, the science says it's time to lift those mask mandates. The reality is, of course, it's not the science that has changed. The polls have changed. They're not stupid. All right, they're liberal Democrats. They are stupid. But they're not brain dead completely, not all of them. They can read polls, and they know that mandatory mask mandate or mandatory masking is highly unpopular. And this is a, is a midterm election year. They know their battle is uphill anyway to hold their majorities in Congress. How can they possibly expect to do that if Democrats everywhere are continuing to push for masking um, in, in spite of all of the scientific evidence pointing to the fact that they don't do anything to stop COVID? They don't do anything at all to stop COVID-19. 
And even if they did, COVID-19 cases have dropped a lot, so they are even more unpopular than they were before. And in an election year, they know what they have to do. Listen to the justification here by the CNN uh, medical consultant, consultant, Dr. Leanna Wen, as she supports suddenly lifting of the uh, of the mask mandates. And listen to her explanation as to why. Do you agree with the move? I do. There was a and is a time and place for pandemic restrictions. But when they were put in, it was always with the understanding that they would be removed as soon as we can. And in this case, circumstances have changed. Case counts are declining. Also, the science has changed. We know that vaccines protect very well against Omicron, which is stop. How can you ever show your face on television again as a medical expert when you just said that? We know that vaccines protect very well against Omicron. The CDC itself has declared that the vaccines are useless against Omicron. It is highly infectious, very, very tame. It's a cold. Maybe a bad cold, but it's a cold, and nothing stops it, including vaccines. How do you get up there and say the science has changed? Besides, the vaccines stop Omicron. No, they don't, Dr. Liar. Changed. We know that vaccines protect very well against Omicron, which is the dominant variant. Everyone five and older have widespread access to vaccines. And we also know about one-way masking, the idea that even if other people around you are not wearing masks, if you wear a high-quality mask, that also protects you, the wearer, too. For eight long months these liars have said to us you don't wear a mask for yourself you wear it to protect the people around you the mask shows that you care about other people because it's not you stopping the germs from getting in from other people it stops you from spreading your germs to them that's what we were told for 18 months now that the science and the science has already been in on this, but now that even even uh, some of the left wing mask pushers have acknowledged that unless they're N95 or KN95, they don't do squat. Now that that's in, suddenly they're changing the well. It can still protect you. How do these people get? I don't understand how they have a broadcast license at CNN. Much less how does this person uh, continue to go on their their network? And, and tell these obviously easily disproven lies. And so in this case, I'm not saying, I don't think anyone really is saying that no one should ever wear masks, but rather that the responsibility should shift from a government mandate imposed from the state or the local district of the school. Rather, it should shift to an individual responsibility by the family. Who can- what a stunning development this is. First of all, after 18 months plus of lies, now you say what we have said 18 months ago. How about you leave it up to us? How about you leave it up to mom and dad? How about you leave it up to, to responsible adults to decide for themselves and for their, what their children uh, want to do, rather than covering them with these muzzles, these face diapers? So that's CNN. Meanwhile, over at the White House, Madam Circleback, otherwise known as Pepper and Patty, otherwise known as Jen Psaki, said... We're not down with this. Here at the Brandon administration, we're going to die on this hill. Uh, Do you think that at some point in the future, even if that point isn't now, 
it would be appropriate for there to be updated federal guidelines just to avoid confusion. I think the administration has been clear that on other issues there are sort of messaging issues that could have been a little bit more clear coming from the administration. So on this issue, do you think that that might be appropriate? Well, the guidance is very clear, which is that we recommend uh, masking in schools. Uh, that is the recommendation from the CDC. It is also true that at some point when the science and the data warrants, of course, our, our hope is that that's no longer the recommendation, uh, and they are continually assessing that. But the guidance is very clear. It is the guidance is very clear from the CDC that we continue to push masking, and so we do. That's hilarious. Listen to this clown show. I'm not referring to her hair in this case, but she, it is a clown show, though. Um, it's what she says, not how she looks, but Madam Circleback, a.k.a. Pepper and Pet Patty, says we are still down with the everybody should wear masks. Everybody must wear masks. Masking and mandated masking is something that the Brandon administration still supports. How about we check in with the former acting director of the CDC, Dr. Besser, who says the cost of masking kids in school are real. And that's one of the reasons why we should be and others are repealing mask mandates, because, because kids are suffering actual negative effects from wearing these things. And the costs are, are, are real. You know, the Surgeon General today was talking about the mental health costs. Uh, what will it take for children to get back to a normal where they're no longer needing to be afraid, uh, be afraid of, of each other, to be afraid of, of contact? Uh, for children who speak another language, uh, when will they be able to see a teacher's mouth so that they can more easily learn a language? Uh, these things are, are, are real. These things are real. And if you don't believe me, listen to the real <sighs> anguish is what I'll go with. In the voice of this father in Naperville, Illinois, begging the school board to lift their ridiculous, insane, non-scientific mask mandates because of what it does to children like his daughter. I am here for my daughter, and beyond anything else, she loves school. The harm you have done to her, she still loves school. She loves her teachers, her therapists, her helpers, above all, her principal at Scott School. Her team goes above and beyond for her. Her LBS has gone to the moon and back for her. She's a happy and outgoing girl. And the countless positive and influential people that have helped her along the way, her team and her principal at Scott School have been such great role models to her. Her dream is to work there someday. She talks nothing else than wanting to be a teacher or wanting to go to school and be in work at school. I can only name a few people in her life that have harmed her and actively participated in holding her back and stopping her progress. And almost every one of them is in this room tonight. The past two years have been shameful as the district has been busy lauding themselves while they enact policies that have absolutely been devastating to her growth. We have seen two years of almost no growth, missed goals, goals removed. Her team is doing everything that they can. We've hired specialists. She still loves school. My 10-year-old daughter has kept these feelings to herself about how much she desperately wants to take her mask off. When we told her that it may be possible on Monday, she cried, tears. She jumped up and down. She told us that she was so excited that people may finally be able to understand her. You have harmed her so much with this. Everybody talks about everybody's got to be safe. Everybody's got to have everything. And we've left so many children behind. 
for the last 18, really it's almost two years now, nationwide codified child abuse has been perpetrated on our kids. It's literally been from one end of the country to the other, in blue states and in red. School boards, school principals, school administrations have been abusing children. It's been done with the knowing and willing uh, affirmation of the federal government, local governments, and so forth. Two years in, there are still, despite the anguished pleas of people like that father, countless numbers of children who have gotten up and spoken, uh, begging to be set free from these face diapers, these muzzles, these, these, these masks of shame, so that they can see one another and have actual human interaction with other people beyond seeing just their eyes. They're begging, begging to have this nightmare end. And still, people like Dr. Anthony Fauci say, tough, too bad, maybe someday, but not yet. What are your thoughts on children, first of all, needing to wear masks at school, and what do you think about the possibility we're going to be able to lift well, certainly there will come a time, hopefully, rather later, when we will be able to lift the mask mandate in general, including to schools. But we're not there yet. That audio is a little bit garbled, but you heard the most important part. Hopefully there will be a time that we lift the mask mandates, but we're not there yet. So sorry, Dad. Continue to suffer. Your child can continue to suffer. Because these masks that we have acknowledged do nothing. And not not one single randomized controlled study has ever proven stops the transmission of COVID-19. We're going to continue to demand them anyway. Why? When the science isn't there, why are we doing this? And the answer is, shut up and comply. It's not about science. It is all about compliance. Do what you're told. That's it. I've got more and your calls right after this. When the government is so bad, you just have to laugh. (laughs) Always right with Bob France on AM 1420. The answer. 1024. Let's get a few calls in here. We'll hit up. Um, who's here the longest? I think it's Navy Man Norm. Navy Man Norm in Strongsville is up. Hi, Norm. Go ahead, sir. Hey, Bob. I don't know if you're aware of this, but the uh, National Police, in concert with the DOJ, are breaking into Republican congressman offices on the Hill. And uh, Congressman Louis Gohmert. Congressman, uh, I think his name is Keyes, or he's out of Florida, who's a vocal critic of the National Police and their wanton killing of an unarmed uh, U.S. veteran, female. But evidently, several Republican offices have been broken into, photographs taken of different things, and in the one instance where, I think it was this Florida congressman's office, uh assistant caught three of them dressed as construction workers and they were questioning her as to what these pictures meant in his office and congressman louis gohmert's mail 
has been broken into. It's been stamped, mailroom, DOJ, and X-rayed. So evidently, Big Brother is here in force, and we got a lot more to worry about uh, than what Michelle Malcolm was talking about. I mean, that is something very, very serious. But now the cowards and the traitors in the Department of Justice, and I hope they're listening, uh, have taken it on themselves to invade the privacy of congressmen on Capitol Well, what, what, it is, what it is, Norm, and I thank you for the phone call, my friend, it's spying. It's spying in the same level, the same level, if not more so, than what happened during Watergate. This is this is the same exact thing, and it's not something that we should be surprised by when you have a weaponized DOJ, which we do right now, weaponized on behalf of leftist activists uh, who are running this country. So uh, it's 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 every bit the the scandal, in my estimation, that Watergate was. Thank you, my friend, and we need to call it out as such. Let's go to uh, Cheryl, who is in Wycliffe. Hi, Cheryl, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hi, Bob. Um, you're. Your last story with the mask just uh, brings me to tears, okay? <laughs> if that doesn't bring any parent or grandparent to tears, I don't know what will, okay? Um, second off, um, the, the crack pipe situation, okay? Now, you said this is an executive order by Sleepy Joe there in Washington. It's a okay, $30 million... Yeah, it's a $30 million grant program being instituted by the Department of Health and Human Services in the Brandon administration, providing funds for smoking kits and supplies for crack, crystal meth, et cetera, et cetera, or any illicit substance. So directly from the federal government. Yes, ma'am. This is really disturbing to me because I am going to tell you for five years now, um, uh, we have three grown children, and one, one of our, our middle is struggling and still is addicted to crack cocaine, okay? Um, this, this is horrible in of itself, okay, for that administration, okay, has, uh, how, how can I put this, um, uh, this, this, is, this takes a lot of chutzpah, okay, for them to even push this. And, and and especially what to keep a, a, a plantation going, okay? Uh, to keep people, uh, uh, um, uh, 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 I don't even know. I don't even have the words anymore. I am so addicted. Uh, keep we them have- addicted. Keep them subjugated. You're exactly right. This is exactly it. Keep what is what is the Democrats. Um, mantra been for pretty much decades and decades and decades into this country in this country and that is keep the people dependent on government the more dependent on us they are for their wealth for their paychecks for welfare for food for subsidized housing whatever we can keep them addicted to us for keeps them voting for us to provide so if we provide them with the materials that they need to keep their their drug addictions going guess what they're going to do they're going to know that if um, a Republican administration or or legislature is elected, all of their free stuff is going to go away, including their drugs, including their drug paraphernalia. Bob, let me, let me say, can I say one more thing yeah, before yeah. you let me go? I hope the convoy keeps on coming, and I hope they gridlock Washington, D.C., and Sleepy Joe and the demonic gang there. 
That's all I got to say. I'm I pretty honked yeah, off, I'm and you. I hope the rest of the listeners are. Thanks, I am too. Bob. Thank God you, bless. Cheryl. I appreciate it. But, you know, remember, though, you know, your addicted family member or friends or anybody else, remember, this is being done in the name of their safety. Because while they continue to get strung out on crack and crystal meth, um, they'll be they'll be safe from infection, from cuts, from glass pipes, and 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 uh, shared pipes getting into open sores and so forth. So remember, this is for their safety. That's why this is being done. Rick in Illyria. Hi, Rick. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, Bob. Um, question in regards to Michelle Malkman. For okay. several years, she used to be on Fox all the time, and I loved listening to her. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, she disappeared. Do you have any idea what happened to her? Yeah, she moved over from being a Fox News contributor to uh, Newsmax. She's on Newsmax. They give her a show. That's the Michelle Malkins Investigates show that she does. So there have been a number of former Fox people who went over to Newsmax or to work for One American News as the conservative news movement has grown a little bit to a few other competitors. So, uh, yeah, so to my understanding, it was a you know her decision. She didn't get axed or anything. She went over to Newsmax. Oh, okay. Thanks a lot. You have you a good day. It. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, and she's great, by the way. She's she she really is. She was a, she's a phenomenal uh, um, pundit. I'm sorry, I was thinking of the word pundit commentator. She's a great writer and uh, obviously a great interview as well. And guess what? She needs to be protected. She needs to have people battling for her. So once again, I gave you that um, uh, that website to support her and to join her fight against Airbnb on behalf of all of us. If because again, if ideological discrimination is going to be allowed then all of us who listen to this show and participate in conservative activism or conservative politics, we're all going to lose access to public accommodations like lodging or food or whatever the case might be. So you have to support her because it supports all of us. Uh, her um, her uh, fund is not GoFundMe because we know those leftists steal the money from people who donate it. It's Fundly. It's another fundraising site. It's called Fundly, F-U-N-D-L-Y, Fundly.com. Uh, backslash Michelle Fights Airbnb. That's where you want to go to support Michelle Malkin, and I strongly, strongly encourage you to, to do that. All right, 1031, we'll take a time out now. We're going to come back and talk about voting in the state of Ohio. The congressional district mess just got messier. Tom Z is fired up about it. He's going to join us to talk next day on 1420 The Answer. Ten thirty-seven. We continue now on AM fourteen twenty. The answer. Let's move to politics now. Literally pure politics. As we talk about voting, we talk about real democracy, and we talk about drawing the voting lines, the district lines for representation in the state of Ohio. Ohio is a massively red state. Monstrous veto-proof majorities in both the uh, both houses, both chambers of the Ohio General Assembly. Um, and yet the Republicans cannot seem to be able to draw the districts to the satisfaction of the Ohio Supreme Court. In another 4-3 to three decision with Justice Maureen O'Connor, joining the Demorat, Demon Rats again, 
trying to disrupt Ohio's midterm elections by rejecting the commission's redrawn maps that would have given the Democrats five more seats. There is a call now from the Ohio Christian Alliance, among others, to move on and ignore the court. And if the Chief Justice wants to continue in her, quote, rogue manner, as she has obviously joined the radical left by disrupting the 2022 midterms, then it may be time to impeach her. Joining us now to discuss this in some depth is Tom Zawistowski, the president and founder of the We the People Convention, also the Portage County Tea Party. Tom Z, it is always good to talk with you and listen to you, my friend. How are you? I'm well, Bob. Thanks for bringing attention to this important issue that's kind of been under the radar and needs yeah, I, to be brought to the, to the top of everyone's attention. Well, you're right, uh, Tom, but I'm going to disagree with you when you say you're well, because you're not. Neither am I. None of us are. If this is what's going to happen in a very decidedly red state, the Chief Justice, a Republican, is doing everything she can to take away the Republican advantage in this state by rejecting, now for the third time, the redistrict, uh, the redistrict, districting commission's, uh, lines. Tell us more. Well, this is, you know, typical Ohio politics, right, Bob? I mean, you know, you look around the country and you see some of the things that happen, but no politics is more, you know, convoluted and dirty and has more backroom deals than Ohio politics. So there's all kinds of things going on here. First of all, this Ohio Supreme Court is basically trying to fill a role that they have no right to fill under the Ohio Constitution. They're basically trying to draw the voting maps in our state. And that is the, the responsibility of the Ohio legislature, which is overwhelmingly, as you said, super duper biggest majorities ever in both the Senate and the House with Republicans. And, 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 and last night, you know, they again kicked the ball down the court. The Gateway Pundit has a story that says, has the GOP been infiltrated? Ohio GOP is latest Republican-led state to kick the can on redistricting. Despite having these super majorities, the, the Ohio House Speaker Bob Cup said they won't even try. Now that this court, Supreme Court, has you know rejected the latest map, they won't even draw another map. They're just kicking it back to the Ohio Redistricting Commission. Well, why aren't they drawing a map? If they have the right, if they get a three-fifth majority in each chamber to approve the map, then those are the maps. That's what Republicans should do. That's why we voted overwhelmingly in Ohio for Republicans. We want them to draw the maps that reflect, like you said, the, the tremendous redness of Ohio. Instead, they're punning. And they're saying, oh, we're, we're going to let the courts decide. And, and, and then you got Maureen O'Connor, who, from what I'm being told, is, is carrying out a personal vendetta by siding with the Democrats because she's upset the legislature didn't extend the retirement age for Supreme Court for, for uh, yeah, Supreme Court justices, so now she has to retire. And I'm being told that she's doing this just as retribution because they didn't give her more years to serve on the court. How nuts is that? Yeah, I, I wish I had more on that. You know, that's obviously a speculation because she would never admit such a thing. It's speculation that this is retribution. So I don't know what what there is to that. But what I do know is that she doesn't get to retain her spot as Chief Justice, does she? Um, no matter what she does, there is an impeachment process for the uh, Supreme Court of Ohio. And, and and credit to Chris Long from the Ohio Christian Alliance, who brought this to my attention and caused me to send out what I sent out yesterday because... He picked up, he was down in, in Columbus 
uh, you know, testifying about the, you know, the death penalty issue and, and marijuana laws. And he was talking to legislators and he picked up on people, you know, at, in the legislature talking about actually filing impeachment, you know, motion for, uh, to, to get rid of O'Connor because this is just outrageous what they're doing. And, and, and Bob, as I said in my uh, release, I said on yesterday and I linked to this story, which maybe you can post on your social media about Eric Holder and this whole effort by the Democrats to basically uh, sue to make it blue. This is a strategy they have. They're not going to let uh, the ballot box decide what the redistricting is. They're trying to do this in the courts, and the Ohio Republicans are playing into this. They're just letting them get their way when they have no right to that. We voted the way we voted. The map should reflect us, Bob, and they don't. There's so many... um characters in this bizarre tragedy of a play that's going on here because you're right by the way the will of the people should should be should be you know should should be uh, carried out here and the will of the people is that we are red and we want a majority of red districts because we are indeed you know a red state um so you can talk about you know the role that an Eric Holder plays in this. You can talk about uh, uh, the Supreme Court Justice um, uh, Maureen O'Connor, but I want to talk about Bob Cup. You mentioned it a second ago. He can and should try again. Draw a fourth map. Why are the Ohio Republicans and especially their leadership? And this goes back to the last general assembly as well. The leadership there was no better. I had huge problems um, with uh, with the leadership of the Senate and the House before. But why is it that Ohio Republican leadership is so reticent and hesitant and refusing to use their power to use the the mandate, if you will, that the, the the people of Ohio have given them. Well, Bob, you can't leave Matt Huffman out of this either. You know, Not the at Senate all. president, okay? Look at what what your listeners need to think about and, and, and understand. If you look at states like Florida, which are passing legislation to protect businesses from being closed because of mass mandates, and they're setting up monoclonal you know uh, 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 stations to treat people who have vaccines and stuff, and they're and they're doing conservative stuff. The Ohio legislature hasn't done anything. No. Anything. They just they just hide. And so in this case, you know, part of the, you know, again, how can I not be cynical? So your, your listeners can accuse me of being cynical. But the bottom line is delaying these maps helps incumbents. Because if you're trying to run against somebody in the Ohio House or the Senate and you don't even know where the districts are, or who's running in that district, or even where you live, what district that's in, how do you start a campaign? How do you start to promote yourself when you don't even know where the district is? This favors incumbents, and these delays, I think, are are part of a plan to help keep the rhino class, the do-nothing Republican class, you know, in control. And it it hurts incumbents, and everyone should be calling their representatives. Call your House member, call your senators, and say, it's your responsibility. Pass a map, and and let's get on with it. And the map should reflect Republican values, because gerrymandering is legal. And and I'll I'll give you another thing. By the the way, before you you continue on that, Tom, 
that's what I want to underscore, what you just said. Gerrymandering is legal, and if you don't think it's legal, then go and look at California and how their districts are drawn. Go and look at New York. Go look at all of the deep blue states and find out how they remain so deep blue, how their membership or their uh, representation is so overwhelmingly Democrat, because that's how they draw them. But here in Ohio, Ohio Republicans say, oh, well, we don't want to be like the Democrats, and we don't want to draw the lines that favor us in any way, even if it is is in keeping with the Ohio Constitution, which each each of their previous maps has done. Right. It's even worse than that. Bob, so the court is saying that this has to be a 54-46 split. That's what the court is telling the redistricting committee, that you've got to draw these districts. The problem is it's physically impossible. Look at a map of Ohio and where the vote was for Donald Trump. And what you'll see is that there's, yeah, the, the, the vote was 5446, uh, but the Democratic votes are in such small areas in the big cities, in Cleveland, Columbus, you know, Cincinnati, Dayton, okay? But that, to draw a 5446 map all over the state, you can't do Impossible. that. You'd have, to, you'd have to draw these you know, completely distorted maps you know, dragging people from you know, Franklin County into these rural counties. You can't do what they want to do. And, and I'll give you more evidence that this is all being Eric Holder and Obama. I was told by one of the people on the commission that before the first map was submitted, Vern Sykes told them flat out, we don't care what map you draw, we're taking this to the courts. Well, and you know what? They were right to do so because uh, you look what they've gotten. They've got, you know, again, it's a Republican majority on the Ohio Supreme Court, too. But just like we see with John Roberts on the United States Supreme Court, there is an activist uh, sitting in charge. The chief justice of both of those courts, Ohio and the United States, are led by a rhino Republican uh, that is an activist with Democrat leanings. There's no other well, explanation for this. But like I said, my go ahead. Now you bring up an important piece, though. There is there is hope on the horizon because of a Supreme Court ruling just this week about the Alabama redistricting. And, of course, our buddy you know, Roberts voted with the Democrats, right? But it was a 5-4 decision to uphold the uh, map in Alabama that draws it 7-1, to one, Dem- a Republican over Democrat. But here's the important thing about that. This decision is the precursor to what's going to be a bigger decision because here's the dirty little secret. The Democrats have been using the uh, the Voters' Rights Act from 1975 to to basically get an unfair advantage in states all over this country. And North Carolina is a great example of what's going on by claiming that, you know, they're racist. The court ruling this week is basically signaling that there's going to be a decision by next year that's going to completely take away the Democrats' ability to, to come in and say, well, these redistricting that the Republicans drew are racist or unfair, and the court is basically going to reject that. And so at least you know, President Trump's appointing you know, of, of the, the Supreme Court justice he did to overcome Roberts, who was always stabbing us in the back, is hopefully going to bring us some, some Supreme Court relief, and maybe our maps, are actually going to end up is what I heard yesterday is that they're going to draw the commission's going to draw another map and if the court rejects it they're going to take it to the federal courts and maybe it'll end up in the Supreme Court but the bottom line is 
We have an election in May. The early right. voting starts in like six weeks. You can't keep doing this. You got to say this is the map, and if it's got to go through the courts, well then we'll we'll figure it out after this year's election. But Holder and those guys, this is what they want. They want chaos. They want you confused over who's on the ballot. They want okay, Republicans Tom, to just give this up. Tom, real quick, and the Republicans have given this up, as we pointed out with Cup and Huffman. But uh, let me say this. Uh, you wrote in your message, your email, because I follow you and get your emails to the uh, We the People convention, uh, that it's time for the legislature to ignore the Supreme Court where it has no authority. It is clear this is not about creating fair districts. It's about undermining the will of the people uh, as to where the... Uh, um, uh, who are the voters who elected their legislators to create these districts? So, what does that mean? Ignore the court. If if the court says what the court said, and they say too bad, here uh, are the districts. This is the way it's going to be. How do they implement that in May? They 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 have to just they have to do what they the opposite of what they didn't do last night. If the Senate and the House vote with three fifths majorities to adopt the map, it's done. Just do your job. Just. I mean, again, and here's the part that's just insane. Three-fifths majority in the Senate. We have a 25-8 to eight majority in the Senate. You only need 20 votes. You only need 20 votes out of 25 for Republicans. And I don't they even know how you it. wouldn't get, I don't know how you wouldn't get all 25, to be quite honest with you. Oh, that's the part that's maddening. Yeah. And yet you've got the leadership, quote, show, quote, Hoffman and, and, and Cuff just punting. Call your legislature, uh, legislators, call your senator, call your House member, and say, do your damn job. Tom, Give us you, the uh, maps we deserve. Tom, you have in uh, a couple of links on your email uh, out to your, your supporters uh, with the We the People Convention to do exactly that. Click here to contact your House member and your Ohio senator. How can people join your, uh, your newsletter uh, and get on your email list so that they can receive these and make it easy to contact their folks? You know, if you go to wethepeopleconvention.org, you can you know sign up for emails and text messages right on the front page. And if you want to contact your, your Ohio House members, it's real simple. If you just go ohiohouse.gov or ohiosenate.gov, you'll get you know links to, to all of them. You can email them. You can you know, call them. But, but it's time for us to tell them to act like Republicans and to represent us. We elected you. Your loyalty needs to be to us, not to Eric Holder and some high-minded, oh, oh, we need to be fair when they're jury-rigging districts in New York, you know, 26 to 4, okay? We don't need to be fair. We need to win. Which is why, in a manner of speaking, when you say, let's tell them to act like Republicans, in a manner of speaking, we got to tell them to act like Democrats. It's what the Democrats are doing in the yeah. blue states. <laughs> let's, let's, do it that, let's fight fire with fire, for crying out loud, right? If they want Maybe they'll fight, understand let's... that message. Maybe yeah, they'll do it because fight. they want to be Democrats, right? Tell uh, tell Bob Cup and Matt Huffman we want this uh, these lines drawn. We want them to get their three fifths majority. We want to push forward, and if this has to go to a federal court, let it be. But it let it be after this upcoming primary election. Tom Zawistowski, you heard him. We the People Convention dot org. We the People Convention dot org. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Bob. Ten fifty three. Right back to wrap after this. Sixty percent of the time, it works. 
every time. Always right with Bob France. That doesn't make sense. On AM 1420, the answer. Ten fifty-seven, wrapping it up. I'm going to some place. On Always Right, AM fourteen twenty. The answer. If you missed this morning's interview with Michelle Malkin, that would be one I would consider a must hear. Uh, on the podcast page, go to whkradio.com and click on the podcast page and find Always Right, hour number one with Michelle Malkin. Um, I can't underscore that enough, and I can't overstate it enough. Um, that this is beyond slippery slope territory, my friends. They're denying a woman and her husband <clears throat> access to a public accommodation, like a like a you know a lodge, you know lodging rather, you know an Airbnb, a, pl- a place to stay. Uh, when when is it when is it not okay for that discrimination to happen again? I thought discrimination was against the Constitution. It was a it was um, you know it should be a violation of the Civil Rights Act. Civil Rights Act protects against discrimination based on race, sexual orientation, sex, uh, and so uh, so forth. Maybe it's got to be written in there. Maybe there needs to be an adjustment. Maybe there needs to be another uh, a law passed that says you cannot discriminate based on political ideology. Because you deny somebody a chance to stay in an Airbnb, what happens when they say, I'm going to go stay at a red roof? Nope, not welcome. Going to stay at Holiday Inn? Nope, not welcome. Going to go stay at, a, I don't know, pick your um, La Quinta, pick your hotel. I, no, we don't like your politics. We heard you gave a speech that was contrary to things that we like. You can't stay here. When No, you can't eat at this, OG. Sorry, no pasta visual for you. You like Trump. Or you like, um, I don't know, uh, uh, voter ID. You're not welcome here. That Michelle Malkin story is large. Listen to that interview at whkradio.com. Thanks uh, so much to Michelle. Thanks to Tom Z. Thanks to our crew, Johnny and Marcy. Thanks to you for listening. Appreciate it always. Stay free. Have a great day. And let's go, Brandon. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.